Welcome back to Resolved. We all encounter difficult issues at times. Life can get tough and it may seem impossible. But no matter what and through it all, Jesus Christ is the answer. And through Him, we can rise up and be more than conquerors. Today's message covers the Rock of Ages. Whom do you trust without a doubt? Who is your rock? Make God the Rock of Ages, the rock of your life. That's coming up next on Resolved. Now, let's join Pastor Tom Porter. A rock. What one word would you use to describe God? One word. Just pop it out. Can I say it loud enough for a deaf preacher to hear? Love. Holy. Strength. Awesome. Comfort. Powerful. Provider, healer, amazing, friend, father, God. Another name for God, God. That works. How about rock? Rock of ages. I heard a story once of a a father and his 10-year-old daughter, and they were up in New England, and they were deep sea fishing off the coast of New England, a rocky coast. While they're out there fishing and having a good time, the captain of the boat said, we've got problems and uh, we're, we're certainly, uh, we're headed towards a rocky shore. And um, the, sure enough, the boat sank and um, they, the father and the daughter drifting without a boat, without life preservers, and they got to a rock, and the father helped his little girl up on the rock, and, and they, she, he stood his daughter up on the top of this rock and said, Sweetheart, I don't know how to tell you this, but you've got to stay right here. I, I, can't, I, I can't take you back to shore. You've got to stand on this rock, but I'm coming back. I'll be back. And so the little girl said, Okay, Daddy, and he dove back into the ocean, and And he was beat up on the rocks, and he finally got to shore an hour or so later, got a hold of somebody with a boat, and they went back out, and he got to his daughter, and by this time, the sun was beginning to set. She was shivering, and he climbed up on the rock, and he said, honey, were you afraid? Were you afraid? He said, no, daddy. This rock never moved. It never moved. That's the kind of God that we have. We are wishy-washy. We go to and fro. But God is our solid rock. The author of this song, the guy that penned this song, um, he um, was going to his church. He was a pastor. And he was going to his church one day, and it was a huge storm broke out. And this is back in the 1700s. That's how old this song is. Uh, If you list all the great hymns of the faith, this song is in the top four. And while he was going back, have you ever been in a a, just a torrential, in Arkansas we call them toad stranglers, okay? You know what a toad strangler, it rains so hard it strangles toads, okay? And lightning, and and he got uh, underneath the cleft of this, this rock, this outcropping of rocks. I've seen the pictures of that site. And when he got back to his church, 
He started writing down uh, the, the words to that, uh, this great song as it was coming to his mind. And he thought about how it was safely hiding himself in those rocks. is like safely hiding ourselves in Jesus Christ. Psalms 18 verse 2 says, The Lord is my rock. He's my rock. Now, I've been to the Holy Land, and that's all there is, is rocks. You talk about why, why, why do they stone people to death? Because there's stones everywhere, rocks. But man, when you see the massive rocks, you've been to Tennessee. We don't have rocks in Florida. Well, we do, but they're just real little. <laughs> it calls sand, you know. Um, rocks. He's our rock. And in Psalms 18, 2, it says, he's my fortress and he's my deliverer. You need to be delivered. He's our deliverer. Turn with me to Psalms. Psalms 62. And I want us to look at three things in Psalm 62. First of all, I want us to see that God... Our Father gives us salvation through His Son, Jesus Christ. If you're at Psalm 62, verse 1, say amen. Let's pray. Father, in the time that we have to be together, God, I pray that you would help me to say that which the Holy Spirit would have me to say today. That, Father, that people will get it. That they'll have listening ears. And that we can have assurance that you are our rock, that you are our salvation, that you are our fortress, that you are our deliverer. And so, Father, I pray that we will receive a word from you today that will help us and maybe help us to help somebody else that's not here today. So may the Holy Spirit bring those people to our minds so we can minister one to another. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Do you know know God today through Jesus Christ? It says God is our defense. Defense in the Hebrew means inaccessible place. The enemy. The Bible says this about Satan, and Satan, by the way, is our enemy. He's as real as God is real. Satan goes around to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. Satan detests and hates Christians. And he would like nothing more than to ruin our testimony before men. So our enemy is Satan. But it comes in a lot of different forms. But the Bible tells us that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So what that tells me, and should tell you as well, that Satan can influence us, but he cannot possess us. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That ought to encourage you. You should not play around with the things of Satan. You children hear me. You should not play around with demonic things. The Hollywood crowd now, it's all about aliens. Have you noticed that? 
It's all about blood. You notice that? Oh, it's always been about blood. You never saw a drop of blood in the Alfred Hitchcock movie. Didn't see it? Our imagination is much more vivid than anything Hollywood could ever put out. Don't mess with Satan. He's our enemy. But God is our rock. He's our fortress. And there in that verse where it talks about he's our defense, it's a place, it's inaccessible place to the things of Satan. The enemy cannot get in. Reminds me of a, when I lived in, uh, in high school in St. Pete, Florida, we used to go to Fort DeSoto. Fort DeSoto is at the mouth of the Tampa Bay. And any ship coming into Tampa Bay would have to go through uh, this, this narrow strait, if you will, and it was blanked on, or flanked on either side. There was Fort Dade, which is at Egmont Key, and that was on, I believe, the south end, and on the north end was Fort DeSoto. Fort DeSoto, back in, um, uh, gosh, 1896, uh, they put in place four 12-inch rifled seacoast mortars. Usually the mortars was just a plain piece of iron bored out and you put a cannonball in it and shoot it. But these were mortared. You could aim these. And do you know in all the years that, the, that those, those mortars were there, not one was fired at an enemy ship. Why? Because not one enemy ship would dare to come in. Do you see how strong God is? Do you see that he is our fortress? He's our rock. He's our deliverer. He's our firm foundation. The enemy cannot touch us. Oh, you say, well, what about Job? Satan had to go to God and ask permission to do anything to Job. God gave him permission. And he gave him restrictions. What did he tell him? Can't kill him. Second, I want you to see, let's look at Psalm 62 again. Verse one, truly my soul waiteth upon God for him cometh my salvation. So we see that our salvation is through Jesus Christ. I'm so glad of that. I'm so glad that salvation comes, that God gives us salvation through his son, Jesus Christ. I hope you're happy about that. I hope that thrills your soul. I I hope you thank God every day. God, thank you for my salvation. Look at verse 2. He only is my rock and my salvation. Only. There's only one God. God, There's not many gods. There's not uh, many faiths. Every time you see the word faith in the Bible, it's in the singular. It's not in the plural. It's not faiths. Well, you got their faith and his faith and their faith and that faith. No, there's only one faith. There's only one God. There's only one way to get to heaven. There's not many ways to get to heaven. I hope we realize that today. There's a lot of people that think, I'm going to get to heaven by working. I'm going to get to heaven this way or that way. No, there's only one way, and that's through Jesus Christ. That's through belief and ask, inviting him. Not only believing, not just believing. The devils believe and tremble. But it is receiving Jesus Christ as your Savior. Verse 3, how long will you imagine mischief against a man? You shall be slain, all of you, as a bowing wall shall ye be, and as a tottering fence. Have you ever seen a, a wall about ready to cave over? 
They, they only consult to cast him down from his excellency. They delight in lies. They, they bless with their mouth, but they curse inwardly. Have you ever known somebody like that? Oh, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Now look at verse five. My soul wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. And God is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength, and my refuge is in God. Trust in him all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. I want you to see that our hope in God helps us uh, with our hurt. Look at verse 5 again. How long will you, ima- uh, I'm sorry, verse 5, my soul wait thou only upon God for my expectation is from him. Hope is faith looking forward. Let me say that again. Hope is faith looking forward, not looking in the past. Paul said it best, forgetting those things are which behind. I press, that denotes energy. I press forward. I press towards the mark. We have heaven to look forward to, amen? Getting to see our families in heaven someday to look forward to. Having relief to look forward to. Jesus is our resting place. David wrote, oh, if I had wings like a dove, would I fly away and be at rest? I know Saul was after his head, out of jealousy to kill him. David went through a lot, as we read in the Old Testament. But there were times when he would just say, oh, Lord, if I had wings like a dove. Have you ever said that? Man, if I could just get away for a few days, I'd get away. I need to get away. We all need to get away. We all need rest. We all need that. Our, our, we, we have a lot to look forward to. And we need to have a rest from time to time. That's what motivates me sometimes. Sometimes the ministry gets so hectic, I say, yeah, but next week we're going off. Next week we're going to go away for a few days. You work 24-7, and then all of a sudden, you do, you've got, if you don't, you'll just break down. The Hebrew meaning for the word expectation, I love this, is connected. And I've shared this with you. God's just been hammering me with that word connected now for about now six months. Is to be connected. Isn't that wonderful? It says here that my, uh, uh, my soul wait thou only upon God for my expectation is from him for I am connected to him. A lot of stuff can be going on in my life. A lot of enemies are around me. I'm going through some stuff. I've got cancer. I just had a mom pass away. I just had a son pass away. I, I just had a brother pass away. I'm going to have cancer. I'm going to have a bypass surgery. I just named people in our church that are going through that stuff right now. Right now. I just had to step out by faith and buy another piece of property for $150,000. You know, when, when, when the Levite priests were carrying the Ark of the Covenant and they came up across the water and, you know, they looked around, where's Moses? Hey, oh, Moses! You know, where's Elisha? Elisha, bring your mantle over here. Strike this water so we can go across. 
And God told those priests, as they were waiting for the waters to part, and God told those priests, step out in the water. Oh, but wait, Lord, it's deep. We'll sink. Step out into the water. And when they stepped out, the water parted. That's faith. You see, we need to look forward. The hope is ahead of us. It's not behind us. It's ahead of us. And we are connected to almighty God. We all just gave names about God. We're connected to to him through Jesus Christ. So when time, listen, this is easy preaching. I know it is. It's easy preaching. Pastor, you haven't been where I've been. You haven't, you don't, well, I've been through some stuff. See this gray hair I got on my head? I've been through some stuff. I know a little bit, not as much as some of you, but I know a little bit about grief, about hard times, about about really trusting God. I mean, where you thought there's no hope, there's no way out. And pleading and crying, God, help me. God, secondly, in verse 5 and 6, God is our hope. And then thirdly, God is trustworthy. Look at verse 8 there. Verse 8 says, trust in him at all times, you people. At all times, it says. The good times, the bad times. I had a lady one time tell me, I said, you need to, have you prayed and asked God to help you? She, and she's a Christian. She said, you know, I, I haven't done that yet. The my lands. But sometimes we can get so distraught, we forget about the help that God gives to us. We forget about being connected to Almighty God. We forget about those things. God, look at verse 8. God is a refuge for us. We get the word resort. Oh, you don't say like resorts. Just to rest a little bit. You know, there's times I don't feel like singing. There's times when I don't feel like praying. I don't feel the joy of the Lord in my soul. But when I bow my heart in prayer, I have a cord of connection, a cord of expectation that God's going to do something in my life. And I've been there many times. And isn't it great, people, that we have a God that we can say, God, my my soul waiteth only upon you and my expectation is from you. It's not from me. It's not for what I can do, but it's what you can do through me. It's what you can do through those around me, God. God, I live a life of expectation in you. Well, when you see that, when you get a hold of that truth, you think, man, you know, it's all about God. It's not about me. It's about God. We look inward. We need to be looking upward. Look inward so many times. I got this problem. I got this and I got this. And we need to be looking upward. We need to say, God, I need your help. God is a refuge for us. During World War II, a U.S. Marine in heated battle with the Japanese 
He got through all the crossfire and the smoke and, and all the confusion. He got, he got um, uh, disconnected from his unit. Iwo Jima is, is, is this, does just hundreds of caves on the island of Iwo Jima. And he climbed up the mountain to get as far away as he could from the enemy. And, and he, he found one of those small caves and, and, and he just, he backed himself in with his little carbine rifle and, and, and it was just him. And he prayed and he said, oh God, help me, deliver me from my enemies. And he could hear the enemy coming up the mountain and they were checking all the caves. And he noticed one of these big old spiders at the mouth of the cave and the spider came down right to the center of the mouth of the cave. The spider comes down with a web behind him. And then he goes up the side and then he swings down over here. And for about 30 minutes, he watches this spider just build a web at the mouth of this small opening of a dark cave. He said, God, what? you must have a sense of humor. I don't need a spider web to protect me. I need bricks. I need something more than a spider web. But did you know that when those Japanese men came and they were hollering at each other and they were, they were poking into all the caves, they came across his little opening of a cave, and what did they see? Bricks? No, they saw spider webs. And one of them said, they can't be in there. Nobody's been in there for a long time. Look at all the spider webs. And saved his life. When he cried, God, send me a brick. God sent him a spider to spin a web to protect his life. Those are, those are God things. Those are things that, 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 that only God can pull off. And where you think, man, I'm, the enemy's coming. Uh, the enemy's going to grab me. The enemy's going to get me. <laughs> and some little spider comes and builds a web in front of your face and saves your life. Somebody comes and gives you a word from God's word that just encourages you to death. You thought, man, you don't know. You don't know what I'm going through. And you just gave me something that just blew me away. God uses the foolish things to confound the wise. I want to close with, a, with an illustration, and I don't know how this is going to go off. You see, it's that old song, Trust and Obey. Remember that song? Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. You know that when I and when you invited Jesus Christ into your life, you got connected to an almighty God. He reached down from the portals of heaven and he lifted us out of that miry clay and he stood us upon the solid rock of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. And perhaps some of you here today have never trusted Christ as your Savior. You've never invited him into your life. 
because of our disobedience. It's because of our sin that separates us from an almighty God. Do you know Christ as your Savior? Hello, friends. This is Pastor Tom Porter of Temple Baptist Church in Titusville, Florida. I would like to thank you for joining me in this podcast and bringing the good news that Jesus Christ is the risen Savior. There is no problem too big and no blessing too small when Jesus is the Lord of our lives. I would like to ask you a question. When you die, where will you spend eternity? Will you spend it with Jesus forever or be eternally separated from Him? You know, the Bible says, Whosoever calleth upon the Lord Jesus Christ shall be saved from their sins. You know, it's God's desire for you to have faith in His Son, Jesus Christ. Your sins have separated you from God. You must admit to God that you're a sinner and ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins. Jesus bridges that gap between you on this earth and heaven. Will you accept Jesus as your personal Savior today? It's easier than you think. You can pray this prayer with me. Dear Jesus, I admit to you that I'm a sinner. I realize that you paid the penalty for my sins on the cross, and I want to receive you into my life right now. Save me from my sins. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you just prayed that prayer with me, then you've been born into the family of God. Thanks for listening. Resolved is a production of Temple Baptist Church, Titusville, Florida, USA. For notes on this message and others, you can find them at resolved.podbean.com. If you wish to send us a question or comment, you can email us at resolved.tbc at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter at Resolved Podcast. If you're ever in our area, we hope that you'll come by and see us. Remember, Jesus is Lord. Take care and God bless you.